0: why are you so hysterical? We always wanted people actually to talk about it. I did not hit her. It's not true.
1: It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Allison.
0: Oh, hi, Rob.
1: Oh, hi, listeners. It's time for minute 35 in which shit goes down on the roof. Chris R. is no longer a pimp, and Johnny is no longer a vampire. Now, before we even get into the scene, this was the first scene filmed for The Room, However, we are not seeing that first scene that was filmed. It was filmed in the fake alleyway. Was filmed twice in that fake alleyway because Tommy did not like the guy who was originally cast as Mark. And purposely didn't run cameras when they were shooting him in this scene. Then got Mark to stand in. Just like I always very easily mix up the names Johnny and Tommy. In the following exchange, you'll realize I keep referring to Greg as Mark. Make an excuse that producers, that don't exist, <laughs> wanted to see what Mark looked like on camera. And so then they shot the same scene with Mark, and they ended up using neither of those, because a week or two later, Tommy decided the scene needed to be bigger and better and more spectacular, so they moved it to the fake roof and shot it again.
0: Great choice.
1: At this point, the original guy cast as Mark. His name was Don last name withheld, I still haven't figured out who it is, had quit slash been fired. So had the original Lisa, who went with him. And interestingly, Chris R., Dan Jinjigian, was the original Mark's roommate in real life. That's how he knew of the audition and joined. So by the time they're filming this scene again, his roommate has now been fired from the production and is probably not very happy about it. Jinjigian had moved on, and when they called him to come to the set, immediately because tommy's very impatient he was at the grocery store with his girlfriend and he's like yeah i'll come tomorrow so he did come back on a day's notice to shoot the scene again arrived in character again and actually got extra angry because tommy would not let him change any of his dialogue so in in the disaster artist uh greg sestero actually says this may be the best directing that tommy has ever done but accidental Now, in the original version of the scene, of course, this is Lisa's brother, Billy, on the roof, dribbling a a football. Of course. I'm not sure how that works. When the rugged, drug-dealing pimp arrives, because, as we will learn next minute, he has been prostituting himself in the script. Wait, in the script, he's a pimp? Oh, hi, Johan. Oh, hi, guys. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Hi! In the original script, Billy, who is Lisa's gay brother, who has a thing for Johnny, has been prostituting himself for money. In this version of the script and in the version of the story that we get in more detail from Philip Haldeman's comic, My Big Break, Denny has been originally just sort of delivering drugs to someone else who would sell them at the local community college for Chris R., and then selling them himself because he needed money because he wanted to be just like Johnny. He thought that's how you got a girl is by buying her gifts all the time. The reason he does not have Chris R's money is because he bought a red dress, just like Lisa's, for his girlfriend Beth. Oh,
0: but he only needs five minutes.
1: Yeah. That's, that's the thing I'm wondering is, where's the money coming from? <laughs> what is, he, what does he think's gonna happen? Like the money's gonna walk up the staircase, go like, see, I told you, like, just five minutes. He has short legs. <laughs> like, did he know that? Like, Johnny and Mark were on their way up, and he figured either they'd end up paying off his debt, or they'd take this guy oh. to jail. What what was five minutes going to buy him?
0: He had to take a trip to the money tree.
1: Well, and Billy, the original version of Denny, is a kind of a dick. He says sarcastically to uh, Chris R., okay, chill out there, Grandma Ha, supreme leader of the astragalactic command, just hold your wiener for five minutes and relax, the cash is on its way.
0: That's a really nervy thing to say (laughs) when someone's holding a gun.
1: Yes. It's also (laughs) brilliant writing, because that's how people do it. (laughs) Just hold your wiener for five minutes. Alright, um, here's where I'm getting, okay, so let me try now. (laughs) Chris R. is a pimp, and Billy's supposed to kind of be in his stable. Okay. Slash um, a drug runner. So possibly the money could be that uh, Billy has been turning tricks and not giving uh, Chris R his cut. Yeah, yeah. Possibly. If you take the pimp side of things. Although, in the movie, of course, it is drugs, as we find out next minute. But yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... That's why, that's why we're, we're cutting down like the stuff that is left behind. So as we said last minute, it's such a different scene than so much of the rest of the movie. And then it's individual parts of the scene itself don't quite fit together very well either. Yeah. So, so what's left now is now he's a drug Uh runner for Chris R and he took the drugs, sold it to buy a red dress (laughs) for his girlfriend. Now there's no girlfriend. Well, he does mention he does mention her later, but yeah, we had we never see this girlfriend. We don't know that she's real. So where's the red dress? Because of- yeah,
0: my girlfriend. Yeah, she lives in Canada. Oh! I wish you could meet my girlfriend, but you can't because she is in Canada. I love her. I miss her. I can't wait to catch her so soon. I'll be off to Alberta. I mean Vancouver. Shit, her name is Alberta. She lives in Vancouver. She's my girlfriend. My wonderful girlfriend.
1: But now all that's left is the fact that he took the drugs, sold yeah. it for money, and bought a red dress for no one. Well, really, all that's left is he took the drugs, consumed them, or sold them, but for whatever reason, doesn't have the money. The drugs are gone, but so is the money. We don't know why. But <laughs> yeah, the dr- yeah, the drugs yeah the drugs are gone, and so is the money. That's why all that's left is the fact that he bought a red dress. Well, we in the movie he didn't even, that didn't even happen <laughs> in the movie. Yeah. No drugs, no money, and Chris R shows yeah. up on the roof. Or because so He's just that creep that may have a red dress in his room waiting to give it yeah. to somebody. But in the movie version, I'd say more likely he has a red dress hooked around some pillows that he pretends is Lisa, but that's a separate issue. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a body pillow? <laughs> for his pillow fight in his apartment. Yeah, I, I'm liking Chris R more. <laughs> We're all going to come down on Chris R's side at the end of this. Yeah. For sure. you, you, so- you sold me on this. Chris R's better. Yeah, because he had been, in My Big Break, Denny has been using his money from selling drugs to take Beth out to dinner. He bought her a bike so she could get around to campus easier. And then he wanted to get her a dress so she could dress up nice like Lisa. I haven't read issue six yet, but that's where we're going to get him actually buying the dress He's talking about. Getting her a dress like Lisa. That is just so weird. Because imagine, like, uh him going on a double date with Lisa, Mark and Beth and then Lisa and or not Mark, uh Tommy, but um Lisa and Beth showing up with the exact same red dress. No, I, I like that you included Mark in that double date in the first place. Yeah, yeah, for some reason I was thinking it's Mark. Well no, it gets even weirder because in the film, Danny's girlfriend that they talk about but we never see is named Elizabeth. Mark's ex-girlfriend is named Betty. Aww. So that might be the same girl. So that double date would be even more awkward because I think Denny is dating Mark's ex-girlfriend. And he wants Mark's yeah. ex-girlfriend and looks like me. <laughs> oh, God. Then it just makes it even <laughs> weirder. Because then Mark is showing up with Lisa in his red yeah. dress. Yeah. And then they're both showing his the ex-girlfriend are wearing, wearing the same dress. They've both had sex with and Mark. And Denny is just like, "Oh, this got weird." And then
0: they're twins. yeah Chris R is and shopping.
1: Then, uh, <laughs> and Beth could go up to Mark saying, "See, I look good in this dress. She <laughs> doesn't look <laughs> as good as I do, as you can as you can tell." Because Denny's better. this just makes it way weirder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this just <laughs> Chris R break his ankles. <laughs> yeah. You have my money, right? Yeah, it's coming we we'll be here in a few minutes. No, the dialogue, of course, here is very repetitive. I mean it's coming, Denny. Where's my money? Okay. Just just give me five minutes. Just give me five. Five minutes? You want five fucking minutes, eh? You know what? I haven't got five fucking minutes! Uh, <laughs>
0: I'm
1: gonna ask you again, Denny. Where's my money? I don't have
0: anything. Where's my money, Danny? Where's my fucking money, Danny? Did you lose my fucking money? I swear to God it's coming. Where's my fucking money, Danny? Put the gun down. My fucking money
1: Which is part of why uh D'Anjigan got extra angry when filming this scene by the last takes, because he wanted to change the dialogue and Tommy wouldn't let him. Because he told them a real actor just follows the script. <laughs> uh, that sucks. Yeah. That sucks for him. The thing is, is the way he did this role, he could have been on something like on a daytime thing like yeah. SVU or Law and Order. If he, yeah, yeah he he would have been actor. Bad.
0: Yeah, he's pretty good.
1: Yeah, like,
0: best actor in the movie.
1: I, I believe that he ha- doesn't have five minutes and that he wants to shoot Benny. You know, I buy it.
0: Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. What I don't believe is when Lisa and Claudette are there in front of that really <laughs> horrible green screen and their outfits are different. They're they're changed outfits. <laughs> like how soon after the conversation did this happen? Because a, I thought the mom had just left, and b, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something I, happened I in order. It. What do you think? No. movie. Uh, <laughs> I
1: like I like Lisa's I like Lisa's line and dialogue in this line in this uh, minute specifically because the intensity. Is locked from like the eyebrows, eyebrows to her, mouth. Yeah. Nothing about her body language like says like this is an intense moment. It's just right there. Just like those couple four inches of just intensity. Yeah. This, this scene is brilliant. You know? <laughs> like she's not running to protect anybody. Yeah, she's just like, I can't even do it. Cause like it doesn't even look like her diaphragm is even working. <laughs> intensity to get angry. Her shoulders are slack. Especially her her opening line here. What's going on here? Somebody help. Yeah. Which has no punctuation to it. Mm -mm. Like she just runs every every line like into one big line. (laughs) But it's just all that intensity is just right there in the face. That's it. Uh, Yeah. It's so bad. Now scripted Billy is of course continues to be a dick. Uh, Jimmy Chris R's original name, says, What's the matter, Billy? The guns scare you? And Billy says, Guns don't scare me. Idiots with guns scare me. Hmm. <laughs> See? No. Alright, so we're, like, near the end of this uh, minute and we're seeing all the bad guys ganging up on the good guy here. Oh, we haven't even got to the best part yet, but yeah.
0: <laughs> He's being, like, really bold calling someone that's holding a gun an idiot. Yes,
1: yeah.
0: Like, if he just, like, daring him to, like, shoot him, <laughs> yeah, dare just... you to shoot me.
1: Because at this point he's just it's basically telling, he's like telling it like, oh, no matter what, you're not getting your money. Yeah. Like I'm not going to generate. Like it starts to come through. Like, it doesn't matter. I can say whatever I want to say. Yeah. It it just starts to come through that it looks like my money is gone, and this guy's the responsibility of it. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Well, just wait five minutes. You know. Okay. Just just give
1: me five minutes.
0: Just give me five play one of the game apps on your phone it'll be here in five minutes
1: yeah well it's it's kind of like the apartment downstairs if you wait five minutes someone's gonna walk in so of course someone's gonna repro- come out on the roof if you wait five minutes he's just hoping someone is gonna be someone. okay
0: we- um, um so just living on a prayer yeah at this point. he's like please dear god
1: like, someone come onto the roof this is a across <laughs> bee-
0: behind his back someone come someone come
1: <laughs> this this is a BB gun. It's not even like a stage prop. Right? I believe it is a toy gun, actually. You see it better. It's the same gun that no. they use in the suicide scene at the end, and you get a better shot of it. I believe I took a screen cap, and it is a plastic toy gun. No, because that um, second 42, the CO2 chamber is right there where you can plug in a CO2 so you don't have to really oh. pull the, the the spring back all the time. I, didn't, I, I don't think I knew what that was on the thing. That's cool. I'll have to look up, see if I can find this specific model. For- and then right by the, the trigger is a switch between the CO2 and pump. Huh. So this is a BB gun. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Now, are you ready for the best best part of this scene yet? Wait, there's a better part? Yeah. Okay, so okay. they moved this scene to the rooftop to make it bigger and more spectacular, right? Mm-hmm. A few days before filming the second version of the scene, Tommy Wiseau goes over to the first director of photography because he hadn't quit yet, Raphael Smaja, and he tells him, I want my car to fly off the roof into the sky. Raphael says, why do you want to do this exactly? And Tommy says, it's just possible side plot. Maybe Johnny is vampire. (laughs) So, uh,
0: So there's this guy, Johnny, a true American hero. To be played by me. He has it all. Good luck. many friends. And also, maybe Johnny is vampire. We'll see.
1: So this is how Greg describes the moment after Raphael stood there, looking up at the sky. He began to nod. The next time I saw Raphael, he was laughing uncontrollably while he relayed Tommy's flying Mercedes Benz vampire vision to one of the cameramen. Now, this moment is in the original script. Jimmy, Chris, R. motions with the gun toward the side of the roof. Billy, Mark, Lisa, and Claudette move there while Jimmy holds them at gunpoint. Jimmy, say your prayers, wiener heads, because I'm about to make some Swiss cheese out of you. At that moment, the view changes to Jimmy's perspective as ominous opera music, such as Carl Orff's O Fortuna or equivalent, starts to play. Johnny's Mercedes is seen rising slowly over the edge of the roof with Johnny at the wheel. As he hovers in the air in front and above the group, the music subsides. Johnny smiles, revealing long, fanged teeth. He is glowing. (laughs) Johnny, do you know who I am? I have nine black belts, 15 master's degrees, and a PhD in agricultural economics. (laughs) That's right. You know I'm way better than you and all my friends will gladly tell you just how great and awesome I'm. That line right there is the reason <laughs> some people think this version of the script is fake. But if it was fake, I think there'd be more of this ridiculous, not one scene left over. Have you seen my power level? It's over 9,000. No. You know what that means? It means I have more than 9,000 power. It also puts my total adjusted <laughs> force rating at 22,000. That's more than triple. <laughs> I don't know what it's tripling, Wait, but... Yeah, what... We- <laughs> This is not tripling, tripling nine thousand. No. So you don't. <laughs> so you don't want to make me mad because anger is my middle name. <laughs> Trembling with fear, Jimmy manages to raise the gun and aim it at Johnny. He fires some shots, but Johnny extends his hand out the driver's side window and deflects the bullets. Next, Johnny emits a power field from his hand, which encompasses Jimmy. Jim- Jimmy thrusts his arms out to his sides and yells, "Don't touch Jimmy!" Ah! Johnny uses the the field to levitate Jimmy, holding him high in the air until Jimmy drops the gun. A rear passenger door opens as Johnny draws Jimmy toward the car and drops him in the back seat. Johnny waves to the group. The group waves back as Johnny and his captive fly off over the skyline, then upwards disappearing out of sight.
0: (laughs) What the... (laughs) Sounds like a comic book. (laughs) (laughs) See,
1: but here's where... (sighs) I don't know if that's fake. I know! If there were more moments like that, of really obvious dialogue, like, all my friends will tell me how great I am, then I would think the whole script is fake. But this is in the middle of a script that is otherwise pretty close to the final version. Other than a few character names changing. Denny's Billy, and... Yeah, see, that here's where I'm a little bit like Where I can't believe this is Like kind of how it's happening Because it's out of this movie Correct? Yeah And if you said this was in the original script I would probably go like God that's possible I could have wanted to see that Now someone are hand me a script of This was the final way of um Or just the conclusion of let's say Shawshank Redemption I'm like no way <laughs> But then in this one I'm like God, it's possible. <laughs> it, it And you could imagine that it would come back. Like, this is where we find out Johnny's a vampire, and then that comes back into play later. Which makes more sense. But I, I, I don't know. I, whether it is a real thing or not, I love it. And it feels like something that Tommy Wiseau would have written. That's why. So whoever it, it did write do. it, if it's not him, did a great job. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that would have been better seen.
1: Plus, a plus. <laughs> we do have oh, confirmation God. from Greg Sestero that Tommy did say he wanted his car to fly. So there was some version of this scene in his head, if never if he never actually wrote it, which also makes me think it's real. Well, because it starts to make sense because in the original script he was kind of like masturbating to the dress after he shot himself. <laughs> so if you were a <laughs> vampire. It would make yeah. sense. Yeah. Cause
0: it's, can vampires die? Yes.
1: Yeah. Not by a gun. Yeah. 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 Not by a gun. Stick to the heart and sunlight. You know. He obviously he can handle sunlight. Yeah. It's always debated that the older a vampire, the more it takes to kill him. Yeah. So if his power level is nine thousand, his force level is twenty two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. A gun was not So he be able to do it. going to take a lot to kill him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And. Twenty two thousand is more than triple nine thousand. I know that. I have a <laughs> or <the> PhD <laughs> in agricultural economics.
1: <laughs> How does that make sense? Yeah.
0: Is that a thing? Agricultural No, economics?
1: because because a PhD in agriculture has nothing to do with economics. It would be a completely different field altogether. Yeah. You can have a PhD in <laughs> economics we'll say. <laughs> And then you work in a field of agriculture. Well, and he works at a bank, so... Which <laughs> knows how that goes. In San Francisco, it's not like there's a lot of agricultural stuff going on at a bank. In San Francisco... But he made uh, software. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, my God. They stole God. my idea. <laughs> I saved the bank millions. The bank saves money. Just like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. And yeah, so Mark and Johnny show up in the film, and they uh, go to take Chris R. to the police. Yeah, they just they just walk him up, which they will do in record time. But we'll find we'll find that out next minute. But they do it and it's so fast; like the police department is literally on the top floor. Maybe that's where Claudia changed her clothes. <laughs> like it's <just> so- all <laughs> in the same building. Well, yeah, she had to go home. Turns out her home is also in this building, yeah. just like Mark's is. Just like Denny's is, everyone lives in the same place.
0: It's a small town, San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See,
1: uh, if Johnny were a vampire, that would make sense why he has the money to pay for Denny's, like rent or something. Yeah, he's owned this building since like the 1800s. Yeah, yeah. So he's really rich. The entire
0: town is just one building. <laughs> well,
1: it does it does fit with Tommy's. I think it was his next project, The Neighbors, which was the original title for this is that it's a big apartment building. It's like in charge. Yeah, I, I tried watching that that show. Tried as the, op, the yeah. proper term <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. I was like, I I think it was like on Amazon Prime. It's where they... Uh, when I watched it, it was still on Hulu, but I think I also have it on TV. <laughs> because I remember I saw something like about it, and I was just like, a blonde-haired Tommy was so. Uh-huh. like, okay, and I put it on, yeah. and I was like watching it, and I was just like, no, I, I can't do it. <laughs> It's just not the same. No, it's, it's not even a sitcom. It, it's like half-hour segments of a bunch of smaller scenes shoved together. There's no through line that
0: ties episodes themselves.
1: Yeah. That's it's how like, you
0: know Tommy made it. Right.
1: Yeah. It's like he wanted to do something like uh, how kids in a hall do have, have all their old, own segments. But the thing is, that sometimes they tie them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a running gag throughout the entire thing. And I don't think he got that part. <laughs> but that so he just... You just make the parts. The, the the scenes that connected, the scenes that connected in some way were in different episodes altogether. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, So this this is both the greatest scene in the movie and could have been better.
0: Claudette and Lisa are very fast dressers. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, assuming this scene takes place right after they, they are quick. Wow. Alright. <laughs> so then i end with uh, notes from a midnight screening. Notes. For the screening. There's only a few in this minute, I think. People just enjoy this minute too much. Oh, when Chris grabs Denny, people are screaming sex scene three. Which is funny, because <laughs> technically, technically it would be sex scene four, but they like to call the sex scene three sex scene one, because it is a repeat footage. And when he points the gun at him, people scream no. They, like, they were against Denny last minute, they're within this minute once the gun's involved. God. And at one point, they're screaming, there's three minutes left. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. They all cheer when Johnny and Mark show up, and when Lisa and Claudette show up, they're like, how'd they get there? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, Johan, once again, where can the listeners hear more of you if they want to? Uh, listeners, you guys can listen uh, actively, recording with uh, Independence Day Minute, which is uh, about Independence Day, and a previous project was Roughneck Minute, which is about Starship Troopers. it's well, nothing wrong when people make a fun of the project, in this case, The Room. The Room Minute is a production of Lemming Drop Studio. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com.
0: Follow The Room Minute on all the obvious social media. If you've got any stupid comments after the show,
1: you can leave them in your pocket on Facebook. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if a lot of people loved each other, the world would be a better place to live.